It's not Monday today. The it's news on CJOB. But with Richard Kluge, we're going to have a pseudo Monday show anyway because we can. So joining us today, sure. we have some of our regulars here. Amy Coldwell. Hello, Amy. Hello. We have Maya Preddy. Maya, I have not hung up on. Oh, I almost did hang up on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like you have something against me, Tristan. No, I don't. I just, I, I try to push buttons and it doesn't always work. And we have Braden Mays. Hello, Braden. Good afternoon. So, uh, uh, Julie, you got a couple topics for us to discuss. We've been mentioning this a little bit throughout the show, but uh, a few things to chat about today. Yeah, and the vast majority of Canadians believe a vaccine for COVID-19 is necessary before we can get, quote unquote, back to normal. But it appears that, uh, well, not everyone is on board with getting one. So Angus Reid did a poll, and it found 46% of people asked say they would get the shot immediately. 32% would wait a bit. 14% nope not getting one at all. And the data also shows that three in five of those had concerns about potential side effects. But among the group that would get that vaccine immediately, that number drops to to 37%. So let's start with you, Braden. Maz, would you get the shot? You're rolling up your sleeve? Absolutely not. Absolutely not? Why? Absolutely not. No, I, I don't like needles just like I don't like dentists. So just, is it is it your anti-needle or you anti-vax or, like, uh, is the fear that great? I mean, uh, there are some good, there's some good vaccines um, when you're born and stuff, but I haven't had a shot in 20 years, and I don't think I'm going to take one now. What about you, Amy Coldwell? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm still undecided. I, uh, I'm kind of like Braden in that way that I, I haven't had shots very much. Um, and I'm not necessarily anti-vaccine. There's great ones out there, um, and I'm I'm still undecided. I'll let you know when I make a decision. <laughs> well, one, one one exists, of course. What about you, Maya? Yeah. I'm terrified of needles, but uh, if I knew that it would help keep me and others safe, then yeah, I'd be getting it for sure. Okay, Braden, hmm. I felt like you wanted to say something else in there. Uh, no, I, I just, I don't think uh, I'm going to go with a vaccine because, uh, I mean, I got like a 99.8% chance of living if I do get the virus, so. But, but Braden, the, the argument here when it comes to a vaccine is that this isn't, this isn't, this obviously isn't just about you. It's about helping other people too and getting that herd immunity. So, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, I, I don't always get the flu shot and mostly because I tend to forget about it, frankly. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of needles, but as someone who would absolutely jump at the opportunity considering how serious COVID-19 is, I'm ap- I would the moment that it's safe and it's proven, I'd, I'd do that. But I, I find it interesting that you're, you're choosing simply not to. Honestly, 10 years from now, I don't know what kind of side effects that needle could have. So, Is hmm. that the biggest concern for you as well, Amy? I, I do. I am a little bit concerned about it. Um, I'm a little bit hesitant to talk about it just because I am not fully researched on it. And I'm not even sure of my own beliefs on it yet. Um, I kind of still have to have to kind of talk to people and research and see how I feel. What about you, Maya? Why are you kind of in the boat of you hate needles, but you're getting this anyway? Uh, just because I know, um, I know how COVID is affecting people. I actually know people that have passed from COVID. Um, it's, 
it's out there. It's a real thing. And anything I can do to help keep others safe, I'm going to do it. Another story we've been following today about is the uh, new obesity guidelines. So uh, new clinical guidelines, mostly aimed at doctors, uh, recognizing obesity as a chronic medical condition. And uh, it's the first time these guidelines have changed in 15 years. And it's a big shift in how doctors and the rest of us are being asked to think about it. So Dr. Sharma is the founder of Obesity Canada. He says it's a complex issue that stays with you for the rest of your life. You know, if the heaviest you've ever been in your life is, I don't know, 70, you know, you know, is 140 pounds, well, then that's the weight that your body wants you to be at. And that's, that's where you, you know, your body naturally regulates you around 140. But if for some reason you get to 200 pounds or 300 pounds or even more, that unfortunately then becomes the weight that your body thinks it needs to protect. So the guidelines call for a more focus on a patient's overall health not using BMI or body mass index as a weight management tool and basically saying, listen, if a person is heavier, but it's not affecting their health overall, eh, you're not considered obese. Um, so what do you guys think about this? Because there's that whole body positivity movement. Does it come down to whether if you're heavy, you're, you've got those chronic conditions or not? Um, and is it just a good time to rethink how we think about people who are heavier? What do you think, Amy? Yes, I think it is a good time to rethink about this just because uh, it's it's a chronic disease and people forget about that. And there's a stigma on obesity and it's, it's, um, it has to do with unhealthy fat cells. And I think a lot of people um, can be more educated on this subject and uh, it can change, you know, healthcare facilities and healthcare workers perception and I like that it's going to be in the new guidelines. What do you think Maya because they're also saying um, you know that way of thinking of telling people eat less move more is is outdated and it's just not it's not the reality for for many people who are considered obese right now. I think it's also a comfortable thing Um, for me personally I know that once I reach a certain feeling um, that's when I need to start cutting back on things, working on myself. I know that I'm getting unhealthy, so I need to get back into the swing of things. Um, I don't know because I'm only one person, so I don't know that everybody gets affected that way. Um, but I I do believe that most people can feel once they're going in an unhealthy direction, and I think that's when they need to kick in and, and try to change things. Um, while it might not always be possible for everybody, I, I still think it's important to be as healthy as you can. And um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't frown upon anybody for their size or anything like that. Um, I think as long as you're healthy, then it's all good. So, Braden, what do you think? They're saying, you know, unless you've got some some medical issues that are being caused by your weight, you wouldn't necessarily get that obesity label if you had a certain body mass index. That is a big change. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. And um, I've been overweight my entire life, and um, I'm fine. I had a physical last week, and my doctor says, yeah, healthy as a horse. So, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good thing.
Has he ever, your doctor ever looked at you? Because uh, we talked about with a doctor just a few minutes ago, and he said it's time for uh, others in his profession to to not give people that quote unquote the look when they when they get on the scale. Is is your doctor ever given you the look? Well, this is this is a, a new doctor. My my old one retired, but uh, this guy has not. My uh, my old doctor did. And how did that make you feel? Well, it makes you feel like uh, like crap for a second, but then uh, then life goes on. So, you see, I'm, Kristen, uh, well, I was go just ahead. gonna gonna say like when um, uh, I don't know about my current doctor, but I know when I previously went to go see health um, uh, health professionals that that they said that I was a little bit overweight, and they were using the body mass index as a guideline, but it wasn't like all right, you know, fatty, stop shoving whatever it is you're shoving into your mouth. Like it was, it wasn't at all like that. It was sort of, you're a little bit overweight. We have some suggestions here, maybe some things to do. And to be hundred percent honest, like they were, they were totally right uh, to do that. But at, at no point did I feel like, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a horrible person for, for being like that. It was yeah, very much, on. yeah, exactly. It was very much medical uh, guidelines for that. And, and I will say this, like since then I've lost I don't know. I haven't weighed myself in a while, but I've had several people say that I've lost weight and I'm trying to be healthier and trying to be more active. Um, but interestingly, Julie, I've been following the advice of, um, you know, uh, eat less and be more active because I thought that was, I think that's good advice personally, but I find it interesting in these stories how it may not be that that cut and dry. Not for some and people see, that I was, have experienced it. Yeah, go ahead. I was on the phone with, the doctor the other day um, because right now they're doing call-ins rather than go in um, and I'm the type of person that as soon as she asked me what I do for exercise I feel guilty instantly and I'm like uh not as much as I should be doing so I think it depends on how your doctor's asking you these questions um, because it's not like she was saying well I can tell by your voice that you put on some COVID weight you know but um <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> letting me know like covid-19 coming right <laughs> she's just letting me know that it's a, it's a good idea to keep exercise in your mind and your daily lifestyle i think it's it's been interesting that and having this conversation as well because as we were speaking with our our house doctor i think that impression is thin people are healthy and and heavier people or i'm overweight uh that overweight people are not healthy and i think this is a a good wake up call does it, does anyone know somebody who's thin who's not particularly healthy absolutely i have known lots of people yes yeah, and I, I think it's a, it's a it's a good reminder that just because you're not carrying a few extra pounds doesn't necessarily mean that you've got a good cardiovascular system. You might be able to, you know, are, are you going to outrun the person that's carrying 25 extra pounds? I know some, some heavier people who are probably f- more physically fit than, than some of my, my thinner friends. But all right, let's get to the fun stuff. Uh, Brayden, you watching hockey right now, buddy? I, I am. Uh, the the Jets uh, looks like uh, looks like we're still tied up. Oh, it's on pause. It's on. Maya's got it on pause. <laughs> I do. How's it been? How's it been watching hockey in August? We'll put it to you that way, Braden. It's been amazing. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm so happy that that there's sports back on television. Like what were we doing for the last four months? Not much. 
Which no, is why exactly. we're all carrying the extra COVID weight. I, I could use some CFL football, too, and then uh, everything would be fine yes. in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're loving it. You have no problem spending your time watching hockey in August. Clearly, Maya, you don't either. Not at all. Uh, my future father-in-law, actually, um, with a little push from the boys, decided to put a TV out by his pool. So uh, yesterday we were tanning and watching the Jets win. Amy Coldwell, you watching any August hockey? <laughs> uh, you know, to be honest, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a huge uh, hockey fan. I have nothing against it, but I'll watch it when when others are watching it and watching others get excited. Kind of makes me excited. So I'll watch it when somebody's watching it. And I watched a bit of the game on Monday, and it was very fun. All right, then. Well, that's our pseudo-Monday panel, I guess. Maya Preddy, Amy Colwell. On a Tuesday, yes. Amy Colwell, Braden Maz, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.